You're listening to the Small Business Talk podcast with Kathy Smith. Small Business Talk is a podcast for business owners and entrepreneurs who want a better way to run their businesses without spending years doing it the hard way. Small Business Talk is hosted by Kathy Smith, who has run the same marketing agency for more than 17 years and helped hundreds of business owners achieve their marketing goals. Welcome to Small Business Talk, episode 179. Do you ever feel that you're addicted to time? What do you mean? How could you be addicted to time? The more you get, the more you want. You never can get enough, always looking for that score, just like any other addiction. When was the last time you did a time order, actually looked at what you're doing in your day? We spend our lives being busy. Being busy can be good, but often it's not. What are you doing? What are you spending your day doing? If you're an average Western world person, then you probably spend 28% of your day checking your emails. That's 11 times an hour. And most emails are read within six seconds of you receiving your notification. Then you probably spend 147 minutes checking your social media, which is 31% of your day. Think you've got no time in your day? Well, you are right. If you are spending 59% of your day only checking your emails and doing social media, your half your day is already gone. And that is scary stats. Not to add the fact that you're trying to multitask and you're jumping around all over the place, so it's probably taking you longer to go back to the tasks that you were doing before you started checking your email or your socials. So you might well be addicted to time. As we embrace more and more technology, you would have thought that we'd have more time. We no longer spend the whole day doing that washing. The whole household's washing. We just throw it in the washing machine, automatic washing machine, add the soap, press start, and come back at the allotted time, or generally a lot later. And then we put it on the line, or yet into another time-saving device, the dryer. And what do we do with all that time? Well, like you, I'm not that old that I remember whole days of washing. And that newly found time that has come from the washing machine has long been squandered and forgotten. We have endless time-saving devices in our lives, from the car to automatic vacuum cleaners to dishwashers. However, we still don't seem to be able to find that time. So maybe we are addicted to time. The more we get, the more we want. When was the last time you sat down with a cup of tea or coffee and just read a book for the sake of reading it, to enjoy it, to embrace it? We now listen to books as audios and we increase the speed to 1.25 or sometimes 1.5 or if they're really slow, even to 2, as fast as we can go where we still understand it. Power of Patience. When was the last time you sat still without your phone or anything else to entertain you? Jennifer L. Roberts is an American art historian and the Director of Arts at Harvard University. She's most famous, or famous for lots of things, but one in particular is her assignment called The Power of Patience that she used to set for her art students. 
In all of my art courses, graduates and undergraduates, every student is expected to write an intensive research paper based on a single artwork of their choosing. And the first thing I ask them to do is in the research project is to spend a painfully long time looking at an object. Say the student wanted to explore the work popular known as The Boy with a Squirrel, painted in Boston in 1765 by the young artist John Singleton Copley. Before doing any research in books or online, the student must first go to the Museum of Fine Arts where it hangs and spend three full hours looking at the painting, noting down his and her evolving observations, any questions or speculations that arise from these observations. The time span is designed to be explicitly long, to be excessive, and also it is a critical to the exercise is done at a museum or an archive setting, removes the student from his or her everyday surroundings and distractions. It is commonly assumed that vision is immediate. At first, many of my students resist being subjected to such a remedial exercise. How can there possibly be three hours worth of incidents and information on this small surface? How can there possibly be three hours worth of things to see and think about on a single piece of artwork? But after doing the assignment, students repeatedly told me that they have been astonished by the potential of this process has unlocked. Jennifer writes in her Harvard Magazine article. You may have experienced these same observations in a lesser degree in a movie that you have watched over and over. You will always see something that you have not seen previously, often critical details that you have overlooked the first time. If you discuss it with friends and family, quite often they will see things that you have missed and vice versa. But can you imagine sitting for three hours in front of a painting? It does sound excruciating. Even the thought of it sounds excruciating. But as Jennifer says, you can just see so much more when you're really looking. I guess it's a bit like active listening. When you actually actively listen to listen rather than just hear, it's amazing the things that you can hear. The more time we have, the more time we want and the more things we try to fill it with. Addiction to time and work are real and can cause many people great overwhelm. We get efficient, so we do more. Instead of finishing early and going for a walk or heading to the beach, we stay late and we do even more. Working long hours and filling every waking hour is not healthy, and in most cases, not necessary. Often the more time we have, it becomes counterproductive because we expand the task to fill the time. You have a hard stop, like going on holidays. You will get most things done because you have to. And the things that you choose not to do quite often get left undone or will never be done. It's amazing where changing that single-mindedness to a finite time can make such a difference in your productivity. When we are tired and stressed about the lack of time and overwhelmed by the things we have to do, we never do our best work. Often we will make critical errors, mistakes and have to redo it again anyway. Rushing is never the way. And when we're stressed, it is scientifically proven that we don't think as well. Our bodies and our minds just don't work like they should. Our to-do lists often set us up for failure. We've had many things 
huge things that we wanted to put into a day, a week, a month, and sometimes a year. And that is never going to get done. So we start with a list that we cannot complete. That can't be good for us either. One of my favorite business books is The One Thing by Gary Keller. It is a simple book, but yet very powerful. Some of the advice is cut through the clutter, achieve better results in less time, build momentum towards your goals, dial down the stress, overcome and overwhelm feelings are never good. Revive your energy, stay on track and master what matters. Their basic premise is that they suggest you do one thing, the first thing, every day. Decide on that most important thing that needs to be done that day and do it. As simple as it seems, we often don't do that. We pick the easy things. We pick the things we like. We pick the things that won't take much time. And before we know it, the day is gone and the most important thing hasn't been done. Sound familiar? So let's take back our time. If you have become addicted to time, it's time to take control. Sorry, pun intended. Realising that is the first step. Realising that you have a problem and that time is running away from you. So what can you do to fix it? Can you delegate some of the tasks that you need to do? Can you say no to things that other people are trying to get you to do? Why the word no should be added to your vocabulary is a great article to read. It's on kathysmith.com and it's my coaching website. So jump over there and take a look. Can you stop adding some of these things to your list? Can you block your time? Can you create those hard stops? There are so many things that you can do to recover your time and get it back. Stop the overwhelm and you will really start to enjoy life again. And remember, you do need to take care of yourself first. So don't be a time addict. Don't be addicted to time. Take control, make it happen, and you will get a lot more done. So next week on Small Business Talk, we have an expert giving us tips on how to overcome our fear of public speaking. Even if you are an introvert, It's a great interview. You really should be listening to it. So, SBT audience, remember, same time, same place, next week, and enjoy your journey. Don't forget to subscribe to Small Business Talk podcast and head on over to smallbusinesstalk.com.au forward slash downloads for all the show notes and links to this episode. Remember, to be great, you must start. Pick one tip from today's episode, take action and implement it. Let's meet again next week at the same time and place. Until then, take action. And SBT community, enjoy your journey.